0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. What's up, guys? Welcome to Etsy Print-On-Demand Shop Reviews. This is episode 21, and we're going to be looking at a shop called Custom Kit Studio, who actually just recently ended up joining my full print on demand course. So I hope that they'll be able to implement everything they learn in that course. One of the 10 modules focuses exclusively on Etsy print on demand, but why don't we go through their shop as is and uh, see what they can improve upon. So let's get started. Quick reminder, take advantage of my weekly print-on-demand giveaway. This is a special week because it's giveaway number 50, and in addition to all the prizes you see listed behind me that are going to be awarded to the two winners, and again, completely free, you're also going to get a free enrollment into your choice of any of the courses that I offer in my passive income school at ryansmethod.com, so use the link at the top of the description. Take advantage of that giveaway also while you're down there. I wrote a free eight day print on demand mini course that'll actually walk you through getting started with the Printful Etsy integration. All I need is your email address. I'll send you one lesson a day. So go ahead and use that link. And I have a print on demand Facebook group. If you guys want to join, it's an awesome community. All right, let's jump on over to Etsy and review this shop. Okay, here we are. I will drop a link in the description, by the way, in case you want to check out the shop on your own. It's called custom kit studio. I like the usage of the banner at the top there. Yes, we're open. love it. Um, nice little home vibe that works really well on Etsy. Uh, you got the logo that matches your, uh, branding scattered throughout the page. Also on your, um, shop owner contact as well. So I like that the consistency, uh, from Dublin, Ireland. Yes, I knew that cause I heard the, the accent when we talked on the phone. All right. So here we go. Let's take a look. And the first thing I'll notice is I do like how your designs are framed and highlighted. And very easy to see right when we scroll through your shop. The only thing I would say is, what if somebody searches shirt, but they don't see that it's a shirt right away? Okay, like, I'm willing to bet if we go to Etsy and we type in talk crypto to me shirt, something like that. Um, Or, okay, I guess it's just you on the talk crypto to me. Nope, here you go. You have some competition here. Um, But what you'll notice is that everybody else's thumbnail shows that it's a shirt. (laughs) Yours just shows kind of like a zoom in and the design. So not that what you did doesn't work. Like, honestly, if you go to the boardwalk at a beach, in America at least, and you walk past all of these pop-up t-shirt shops that only exist during the summer and rampant IP infringement exists there, You'll notice that that's typically how they advertise their designs. A lot of times it's not even on a shirt. It's literally just like the print of the design, but it's not on a on a finished product. So uh, I get it, but I don't know if most customers do like most customers. I would just say like you want to kind of assist the lowest common denominator, like not the pretend like they're not the sharpest. Right. And so we want them to know what the product is and see the design and know that it's the right product and the design. So I would just say like maybe like zoom out a little bit. When uh, it comes to doing your thumbnails um, for Etsy, now I do like the use of contrast. Uh, I know it's not a big deal, like, everybody pretty much does some white foreground on black background designs, but seriously, I just want to point out again for everybody that's watching with me that this works. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need to overcomplicate things. Um, part of using good contrast is that number one, you're never going to lose a sale. By using good contrast, you can absolutely lose sales when you use bad contrast. Um, also, when you put white against black or any other complementary color set, it, people—it's easier to read, right? It's easier to digest what it actually is. If it's text, it's easier to read. If it's a design, it's easier to see the design. So I know I'm just sharing basic design principles, but sometimes we need a refresher because it's not that—it's not that uncommon to find designs that uh, kind of go against these best practices so i think you did a really good job of that um i really like the color scheme here on this let's get creative art teacher shirt <clears throat> a design like this um the so i love selling like evergreen designs that's that's almost that's pretty much exclusively what i do unless i see a trend that i think i'm going to be early to that i can really smash but when i sell evergreens like i don't know the origin of this so i could be completely off the mark in saying it but like This is almost like super so niche that like I don't think I would ever it's like it's like a broad evergreen that I don't know unless somebody's actually searching for let's get creative, then what's really driving your traffic? It's probably art teacher shirt, art shirt, art t shirt. So you've got your um, keywords set up nicely. But is this something that actually sells like I'm just thinking out loud I don't know I I didn't actually go and try to validate this niche I'm just guessing that you know it may be it may not be I don't know okay so I would try to like like when I sell something that I would say is an art teacher shirt I would most likely aim to find something that I feel is more niche like saying let's get creative and again I could be so wrong here I could be so wrong like maybe this is something I don't get but um you know, I, I I would aim for something that's like an, a joke that only an art teacher gets. Something like that. Like, oh, kids have paint all over themselves. I don't know, something like that that seems like it more fits the niche. That's just me thinking out loud, by the way. Again, I could be completely wrong. I haven't tried to validate that niche. So apologies if it's a really good one. Class of 2034, that looks really nice, by the way. Great job with the design. The seal of approval, pretty funny. Um, let me see something here. Do you have this mocked up? Okay, good. So you notice I want to point out what he did well. Uh, the seal there is not just an image placed on the sunset. It's uh, actually magic wanded out or cut out of the sunset so that when they shift the shirt color, the actual color of the shirt shows through, which I just want to, again, if anybody's a beginner watching this, um, that is something I would recommend doing. And It's not like you have to do it. By the way, sometimes it's okay. Like I don't think the heather looks as good. But I think the navy looks great and the black looks really good. So I did just want to share that. Um, I do like when you can see the neckline of the shirt at a minimum because then it, like again, helps us understand that it's an actual T-shirt, uh, again, as opposed to it just kind of looking like a design uh, against a black background. So I do like how you framed a lot of these. Um, I would be careful if you're using like all sunsets. I don't know if you are or aren't but a lot of times like the graphics that come like this, they request that you, ass- that you make it your own, that you add something that makes it unique to you, whether it's like curved text, which you're in my course, um, you've got tutorials on how to do that. You've got a template that I provide that already has that built in. So you can make it very quick and very easy um, with a, with a sunset like that too. I like to do the curved text above and then the flat text below. And sometimes I'll match the flat text at the bottom to this color right here. Like, the last color on the bottom of the sunset, I think that can look really good. Also, like, you know, just throwing ideas out there, but, like, contrasting fonts and whatnot, um, font families, I mean, maybe mixing different font families in, etc. Also, when you make your own size guide, you may want to just have a universal size guide. And not have to constantly spend time switching in and out the various designs. I, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think it, you're losing any perception of quality as a shop by reusing the same size guide image, um, in case you want to save time doing that. All right. So what else you got going on by the way? Okay. So real quick, let me point this out. Oh, you know what I did? Yo, check that out. Did you guys see that? I was about to say, that's so crazy. His sale just ended. So if I rewind the tape, you'll see that the shirts were on sale, 20 percent off and they were 1999. The sale literally just ended as I refreshed the page. So I was going to compliment on running a sale, and 20 percent off seems like a nice value proposition, even though it ended at 1999 and you can run 50 percent off 1999, 10 percent off 1999. he's doing 20 percent off, which you know I-, I think that looks great. 1999 we know is a great and confirmed as working selling point for print-on-demand T-shirts. It's no coincidence that Merch by Amazon, that's the default recommended price, so take note there. And um, you do want to reset your sale, and then when you do reset your sale, it will strike the price out and show that we're getting a discount, and it will show a timer that's counting down if you set your sale to 48 hours or less, which adds that... um, Urgency to the buyer to actually check out make their sale right then and there. All right, so um, so far though I do really like your designs uh, these style of designs right here the eat sleep, whatever repeat You can make these all day now. I'm not gonna lie Yours are better than mine because you actually went in and add graphics. Also. I love that you've highlighted both the graphic and the uh, the niche itself in a different color that also is very um complimentary to the black t-shirt uh contrast great so well done there i think that's really well executed and yeah i mean when i do these style designs i don't switch switch in and out the graphics so you've already got a leg up on me um so there's that (laughs) one thing that like I, i guess like the way i do mine when i do this style design by the way um i mean i don't know do i even need to tell you how i do mine like i'm not saying there's anything wrong with yours uh one thing i would say is like the the vertical spacing like i think yours look great absolutely fine um typically what i do when i do text only so i guess that's the difference is mine are only text like i tighten them up like it's it's a little bit more compact and then when you tighten up the spacing what you can then do is you can make it bigger (laughs) and still use a ton of the canvas but you're actually like filling more of it um because it's not the the vertical spacing that's, that exists you know what I mean I don't know how to describe it other than that picture there's not as much vertical spacing between the lines of text when you do that you tighten it up and then also I'm I honestly sometimes play with the horizontal letter spacing as well so that then I can expand it out even more basically making the font sizes bigger um, which again when you're selling online I think looks great when you actually have the end product shirt probably doesn't look as great like I think your shirt probably looked better in the end product but mine might pop more next year's potentially maybe Because, again, mine's going to be bigger and, uh, you know, more in your face, let's say. Um, That graphic looks weird. Eat, sleep, baseball. Okay, because I thought it was a basketball. I was like, what the heck? That's a weird basketball. Okay, it's a baseball. Um, Yeah, uh, so far, though, I mean, great job. Uh, How many products do you have listed for sale? 170. Now, the biggest thing that I'll mention is, like, your evergreens will sell. That's just how it works. They will sell. Um, But to really fast-forward yourself to success uh, definitely focus on some things that are trending right now like at this point I might as well just go ahead and recommend that like cryptocurrency shirts were selling extremely well I had a guy on that I did an interview with on the channel uh, a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago and he was absolutely crushing Etsy and I knew why because I was selling a lot of the same niche shirts like you enter the crypto niche I'm not telling you to do this by the way crypto is kind of on its way out, I'd say, as far as the the hype, um, or at least as far as print-on-demand sales are going. And if it if I'm if I'm wrong and that thing restarts, crypto crypto shirts, okay. But um, that's just one example of something that like sucked a lot of people in. You know, people were talking about it. It's on people's minds, and that's the start of a, a potential sale. You know, people are interested. They're talking about it. They're researching it. They're owning it. They're excited. They made a little bit of money. I'm gonna go buy a t-shirt, right? And then hopefully they end up on your Etsy shop. So that's one example of, like, a really high-level, open-ended, relatively new niche. I mean, I still had plenty of crypto shirts from the previous crypto bull market in 2017 available for sale on places like Amazon Merch. But, I mean, there's plenty of things that have changed since then. And also, those old shirts aren't necessarily always favored by the algorithm. So there's definitely room for new co- uh, newcomers. And, you know, people that took advantage of that on Etsy made... Uh, name your amount of money. And what's cool is, like... I'm not just trying to make this about crypto, but like in a niche like that too, you can make sort of like templated style designs and then swap in and out different crypto names. So you have like a really sick looking t-shirt template. You just change the crypto name, boom. Or change the crypto logo, boom. And you're making all these like killer looking designs in a hot niche, parent niche. And you post them for sale on Etsy, post them on Amazon, post them on Redbubble. Next thing you know, you're making regular sales and you're like, okay, I belong here. Because like you're doing a great job We only have eight sales to show for it. And I mean, that will change over time. But like, I'm just saying, be a little bit more targeted than just eat, sleep, gaming, repeat. And the reason I'm saying that is because like, eat, sleep, gaming, repeat, you know? Do we expect to see you on page one? Honestly, no. Um, Here, let's look. Custom kit studio. See, you're only showing up under my recently viewed. Even though you have a shirt that exactly matches the keywords, you know? And you're just getting pushed out of the way by shops that have... 400 reviews 450 13. Okay, well that person but they bought their way there and that's an ad and it's not even on the right keywords um, 600 reviews 153 reviews 2500 reviews 150 etc. So you'll get there You're doing great your niche targeting is the one main thing that I think will really make a big difference and It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong at all. It just means, you know, keep your finger on the pulse of What people are talking about? <laughs> you know really that's what I'm that's what I would recommend and I know it's easier said than done but um, hopefully I even gave you a decent example of something that was working. It's not really um, that hot right now. But anyways, yeah, I think we'll wrap up here. Before I get out of here, I just wanted to drop a quick reminder that I wrote a full print on demand course walking you through how I make six figure print on demand sales every single year. If you would like to learn more about that, there's a link right there in the description. Thank you so much for watching until the end. Please like and subscribe if you haven't already and I'll see you guys tomorrow.